welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Roshan, A.J. Riley, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Bassett, bringing you the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What up, webheads? Along with AJ Riley, Dylan Bear, Paul Roshan, Ryan Griffin, I'm Matt Basson. Full house tonight. Perfect time for it. We got a full house of sports. Rare time of the year. We got baseball. We got basketball. We got hockey. We got football. We got the big four rolling through right now. Baseball playoffs. NBA just starting. Hockey just starting. College football. Spartans got the win. We'll talk more about that next week. Got a whole week to build up for Michigan, Michigan State, and we'll have plenty of time to do that. But our Detroit Lions did exactly what Ryan and I said they were going to do. I'm not saying we're the only ones that said it, but we had talked about it specifically. Just attack with the wide receivers and destroy this team from start to finish. That's exactly what Joe Burrow did and the Cincinnati Bengals as they roll to a big victory over Detroit, easily covering that ridiculously low spread. And now our Lions get to face who, Paul Roshan? Uh, we get to go to Los Angeles, enjoy the sun. Oh, we got the Chargers. The other Los Angeles, Oh, actually. we got Matthew Stafford. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's the revenge game. Um, revenge. Soft revenge. Revenge about what, though? <laughs> no, they're so, about revenge. Well, it's any time. You it act like Stafford hated us. <laughs> No, no, no. It doesn't have to be animosity. Anytime you play your former team, it's a revenge game. It's just it's just what it is. No, I think when you leave on the terms I, I, of Brady I don't know about New that. England and you go back, it's revenge. When you leave on the terms that Matthew Stafford did with Detroit, it's not really revenge. It's just like old friend alert. And uh, he's not even it, going back. The game's in L.A. He's yeah. not, it's not like he's back in Detroit at right. Ford Field where he gets to do it in yeah, front of all the fans that like Ryan that says he was trash this whole time or the other fans like yeah. Paul that thinks he shines out the God's ass. But it's at home <laughs> against his former team that I think half the guys on the team are actually teammates of his at this point. We'll get him at home in the playoffs, though. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> what, 2030? <laughs> Hold on. How many, how many losses do we have? Five or six? Six. 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 We're 0 and 6. So I already we could Ryan go 11 out, so. and 6. 11 and 6 would get us in. I don't know if we would host a playoff game. I don't think we're getting home field over the Rams. <laughs> also that, it would be difficult. Don't think that's Listen, happening. They if Stafford gets us. hurt, if Stafford gets hurt. Who is the backup? Uh, Wolford, I think yeah, still. Wolford. I'm, I'm not, don't quote Who? me that, but I, I. John Wolford. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I, the guy that I the guy that Goff actually lost his job to, yeah. which everyone seems to forget briefly. I think it's, I think it's Wofford. Is it was... two Fs, I think? Yeah, it looks like it. I don't know. No, yeah, probably. I, think it's I mean, uh, names especially break the rules of language all the time. So oh, no. It's, it's, for you. No, it's W O L F O R D. Wolford. Okay. So I think, I think, yeah, I think Paul's right. I think it is Wolford then. Let's go. Let's go. I'm a little dyslexic. Uh, L's and F's look alike. They're just flipped upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and missing a whole line. It's whatever. <laughs> uh, this is actually... I'm really excited because this is going to be the first time this year I see every snap of a Lions game. Um, I've watched 
But I can, I, I have definitely not seen ever. I've skipped snaps. I've skipped around a little bit. Um, I've skipped entire Bears games. Yeah, I don't, think, <laughs> I, I don't which even is, think I've watched a full quarter of Lions football this year. I take that see, back. I, feel I did obligated. against San Francisco, but the rest. Obligated to who? And the Packers. Your God is gone. <laughs> Yeah, I, I watched the. But it's still, it's Niners still, it is still my second team. They're so bad. So they're so bad. It's it's still my second team, and I can't just pretend they don't exist, no wait, matter how wait, bad they are. What? Wait, hold up, hang on. You need clarification here. It's second team. Uh, yeah. The Lions are still yeah. my second team. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Uh, since I'm a Rams fan, oh, long time okay. Rams uh-huh. fan. Yes. Uh huh. Two- long time. Uh-huh. Since 2003, when Marshall Falk was on the cover. Since 2003, when Marshall Falk was on the I'm going to need somebody to persecute him the way I have. Thank you. Uh, it's a joke. Relax yourself. You actually it's... bandwagon like no other. Oh, uh, fuck. I will be unabashedly rooting for the Rams in this game, but we want the Lions to lose. There's like, we're no going for reason. a number one pick. I mean, we don't... Even if you didn't reform, there's no chance for the Lions this Sunday. Well, no. yeah, but I still root for Michigan when they play Ohio State. Uh, okay, fair. Well, more on that later. There, self burn. Those are rare. Um, no, I, I am. I'm really excited just because it's not even the game itself is going to be a snooze fest. I mean, outside of the big play here and there that the Rams drop on us, and they they will. Um, I, I would think? be surprised. I would be surprised if there isn't a few plays of over fifty yards against us. I think us. each receiver I, is going to have a big play against. I us. think I might have a chance I, I would, to win in our fantasy league with Matthew Stafford. I, I would set me. the over under. <laughs> There I would set the over under on Rams plays over fifty yards at three on the dot. Like I think that would be a comfortable number. I will take that. hundred percent. The over the under. Sustaining drives. That's what's gonna make it so much worse. No, you it, think it, they're just gonna dink and dunk us? I think that y'all are gonna try super hard enough that they'll at least have to go the length of the field. That they'll have to dink and dunk us. You think we're gonna put like three play cover three all game? Yeah, basically. I mean, it's, I, I, I am, I am not. I am curious a little bit on how the coaching staff approaches this game schematically. Uh, we have, we haven't talked too much about the coaching staff this year. Not at least um, from uh, other than you know, we talked a little bit about Dan Campbell's emotion and the guys playing for them. But for good reason, not I mean, last team's week. not really worth talking about too much. But what? So not last week. Uh, they scored. Didn't they score eleven unanswered? <laughs> Yeah, I just mean? I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, no, that that was facetious. This is the one game I do want the Lions to win. I did say I didn't want them to go 0 17 because that'd be embarrassing. So give me one to 16. Give me this game. All the chaos that follows. Uh, I just think it'd be really funny if this was the one game that they won. Oh, this would See, play so much and then, and then I could I, hype, I could talk so much shit. <laughs> you, for, him, and, him and Rieger would just go crazy. I'm going to watch the game with them. to call Jeff over. <laughs> oh, man. I, it would be very NFL for that to happen, though. Sorry. But, you know, there's always that one inexplicable game where, like, the 2-14 and 14, uh, Atlanta Falcons beat the Saints no, it's, or something. It's us beating the Patriots a couple years back. You right. Know, yeah, like, it's, yeah. it, 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 it happens. It would it be horrifying. Happen, but... <laughs> For you, <laughs> you would you would never hear from you would stop hearing from Ryan for another like six years. He just keep going. Yeah, because then the next time we play the Rams, we'd actually be good, and then we beat them for real. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, when the NFL isn't down, right, Ryan? It'd be it'd be an actual six year bet that paid off. <laughs> oh my god. <coughs> well, AJ is so bored of this game; he has nothing to say. Uh, yeah. I, well, AJ hasn't watched any Lions. No, I have. I watched so, first two games. And then I just you said like, you haven't watched the quarter. I know, but then I thought about it, and I was like, and then if you were listening, I came back and corrected and was like, no, oh. I watched the Niners game, and then I did watch the Monday Night Manning cast when they cracked yeah. the bet against the Packers in the second half. Why did we have a Monday Night Football game? I just can't. I cannot believe they put us on Monday Night Football. I can't believe they But I do either. apologize. I mean, they, they put I do Aaron apologize. on Monday Night. They just let us join. Yeah, but I mean, he has... Plenty of games. It didn't have to be against the Lions. Uh, although, if they did want to showcase an easy outing for him, All I right. guess. Uh, I do apologize for not being able to hear you over Ryan's hate. That's my bad. Well, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't. I mean, this is going to be a oof. Right. I hope, See, I it's hope a, it's the Rams vindication hang 100 on us, to be honest with you. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's not. Stafford's not going to play the fourth quarter, so they'll probably only hang like 60 on us. But this game is about vindication to me because I, I I just I hate everything about the way people feel about Stafford in Detroit for the most part because you people don't are so say. stupid. Um, and I just we saw so much nonsense after this trade and people genuinely believing that Goff wouldn't be that much of a downgrade just based purely on the fact that well Goff went to a Super Bowl how bad can he be and we never won anything with Stafford how bad can it be like the difference between them. And we have seen firsthand how much worse this team is without Stafford. We have seen firsthand how much better the Rams have looked this season than they did last season with Goff. So now we got those two things separate. We've seen it all season. Now we get to see them in one place at one time. All, all those Lions fans that talked all the crap about Stafford all these years are going to see him absolutely just light up the hapless Lions. And uh, at the same exact time, they're going to see Goff beat Jared Goff and not do okay. anything of note at all. Devil's advocate real quick, Paul. How is yes. the Rams' defense? Because I remember you saying that they are not good. I have very they much are concerns overhyped. about them. I have a lot of concerns about them against good offenses. So um, I, I think what if very Goff overhyped. goes home and he's <laughs> hitting his passes? I, I mean, that's who's it's really one of those rare games where he's just on the money. That, that's who it's really a revenge game for is Jared Goff. I would, oh, I would agree because yeah. he was one hundred percent is this he, he is a is way more revenge game for Jared Goff. Yeah, hundred percent. He has way more motivation. It's not even close. Do you but even saw that, that, uh, Stafford has his, more talent. The, he, he doesn't well, have right. the skill set to, to do anything about it. I mean, you already heard. Here's the thing: he randomly does. He yeah, randomly but, does. He yeah, has those he random randomly games. Randomly did in in Los Angeles when he had weapons around him. He <laughs> literally has the worst, like the worst high, um, wide receiver room since I played in high school. <laughs> I think yeah. uh, like I, my wide receiver room in high school. Well, week one, he had three hundred and thirty yards and three touchdowns. AJ sounds like LeBron out here throwing his high school teammates under the bus. He's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hey, that point dude, guard was dude horrible. Dude could jump out of the gym, but could not jump to grab a fade drop to save their life. <laughs> Seriously, throw down on the basketball court however they wanted to, and I throw them a fade route, and they jump up but try to catch the ball with their chest. Yeah, I was gonna say, AJ, you played quarterback, didn't you? You're so mad at him. The still. worst. <laughs> <laughs> 
That shit sticks with you, man. <sighs> AJ would have gone from from Liberty to Alabama if he didn't have his bitch ass no. receivers. Hey, AJ, where'd you go? School, Catholic man. Central. What? Where'd you go to school? Catholic Central or no? No, public school in Taylor. Taylor Kennedy. Ah. Yeah, I made that up. Yeah, you did. I made that up. <laughs> just a, he fits the persona very well. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. He's it's, it's, it's stupid. It was like he's not even. No, 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 stop. <laughs> now, now I'm bro- not all now, of them. Now not I'm playing it back no. in my head. Hey, AJ, AJ, where'd you go? Country Day? I know he's, he, he's not even <laughs> Catholic. You go to Cranbrook. <laughs> Bishop Foley, baby. Oh, fucking. A. Hold on, Mark, Dale Mark Campbell. Warren. That's not great. <laughs> I play, I had I played travel baseball with a bunch of guys from Catholic Central and they were good dudes. But D- De La Salle is the poor people's part of the Catholic League. This guy's a gangster. That's, that's... His real name is Adam. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, but actually, I am. I'm, I'm glad AJ, you are a part of this cast because we've had the last couple of weeks talking lions without you. And I have brought up. No, sorry, Dylan. We, I brought up one thing though, over and over again, <laughs> sorry, and it's sorry. that you, you have actually delved into the fan pages regarding the lions, the one that the DSN is a part of, kneecap bust, fighters, bust or whatever the, the hell the hell oh, yeah. it's called, busting yeah. kneecaps, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. Give the, so give you've the actually, plug. you've actually gotten muddy. With these bit. people. Because I've been talking about how crazy these people are yeah. with their expectations for this team. Been nuts. And, and, but I'm not going to dive in there and try to argue with the masses because I already know how that's going <laughs> to turn out. Yeah. You have actually braved the waters a little bit. and survived a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've survived and I'll always survive because what I say <laughs> is right when I talk about those things. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, you get in a mood and you're like, this person's an idiot. Let me tell them that they're an idiot without telling them they're an idiot. Um, you, you do go about it in a very polite way, I must say. It's just like, yeah, I mean, people are sitting here like, let's bench golf. And it's like, seriously, he's doing exactly what we need him to do. Lose football games. David Blau. Yeah. And it's like... and it's like, and and all these people are like so upset, and I'm like, guys, like, can y'all just chill for a second? There was one guy talking about how golf, golf and Stafford were comparable, and I was like, no, yeah, absolutely not. He's like, I'm just looking at like this one season. I go, well, that is the first mistake. The second mistake is, you're wrong. Like, if you were to start a franchise today, are you starting with Jared Goff? Or are you starting with Matt Stafford? Even though Stafford's older. I'm still starting it with Stafford, even though he's older. Like, come I mean, on. There's not, there's not, there's a person whole... in this world. Not even, not even Ryan, not even Ryan would take nah, off. In he would. Yeah, nah. yeah. I mean, no the the Colts just waved Jacob Eason. He's a nice young quarterback the Lions can pick up. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, yeah. The thing that kills me about the the calls to bench Goff, what is the, what are you accomplishing? Nothing. And like I don't, it's it's not like not. To, I, I'm sorry. I've AJ, said I, well, and I've said it. I've said it a number of times when I've responded. Because okay, back writing for what DSN, do they say? Give the other guys a chance, well, right? That's well, what they tell you. No, that's not. No, what they they're, say. They're, they're, they're just. This sick is of a specific golf. one, and and let me <laughs> clarify the reason why I've dove into these comments. The reason why I have is because being back writing for DSN and that being a DSN page, like trying to interact, right? So the. One guy was like, "It golf is given up. We might as well bench him." And I'm like, "Really? You can judge that he's given up? Seriously? Like, 
come on, my man. This is a terrible, terrible take. And you should really... And I've said multiple times to multiple people in those comments, if you came into this season expecting the team to win with the worst constructed roster in the NFL, then I don't know what to tell you. Because they were not supposed to win this year. They weren't going to win this year with the roster they've created. And so it just, to me, is it it's... It's this boastful fandom with very shallow intellect that can't comprehend the fact that, one... Oh, that's the <laughs> nicest way to call someone fucking stupid well, I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just saying that the reality is, is if you cannot look at the context of this team and realize they were made... What did we, what did we pick them for as far as wins go? I think we all have them nah, around too high. Yeah, I, I, think, like, I think our highest guy too was high. like. I think our highest guy on this podcast was six, and it would. I don't. No, I think Paul might have even said they could have flirted with seven and nine. Okay, he might have, but that was sixteen. I, I remember. I remember some ceiling talk of eleven wins. And that's <laughs> so I hate. You know that wasn't ceiling. coming from me. But it was like I don't recall this. <laughs> Anyway, oh, it's, it, oh, it oh, it's there. I don't remember yeah. this. I'll, I'll I, I give you no a sports cartridge episode number. Were, I remember you guys were smoking crack is what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I was floored. And then you got crack money from me, yeah, so right. congrats. But, it, but, yeah, so it just, I mean, to expect this team to have ever won more than four games this year, and four even seems way too high now. But it just, we're just it's just idiocy. Yeah, yeah, what kind of moron, you know? <laughs> well, me, I think I said over four games this year, so I'm obviously one See, of them. See, I don't morons. remember, because I remember looking at the schedule and being like, we will be in contention for a number one pick. Yeah, it like, wasn't so a good schedule, but we said that there were a couple games, like, they said how they play against San Francisco is really going to determine a lot of things, and are the Packers going to be down? Because we didn't know if Rodgers was going to be out or not, and then it was like, there was a lot of discussion oh. around them potentially getting, like, Four to five wins this year. Yeah, I, Paul, I, I know. I know you had Cincinnati penned as a win. Yes, <laughs> you, had, yeah. you had that Bengals game penned as a win no. for the Lions. Listen, I picked them last week. Still, I'm not going to shy away from it. I don't believe yeah, in the same. Bengals. I picked like the, I, I picked the Lions to win out right last week. I don't too, so. listen. My thing is, the odds are, and we talked about this. The odds are that. Hold on, just a second. I'm sorry. What? Because <laughs> it. Jesus Christ. The odds are this team's probably, and I say probably, just from a numbers perspective, because the way they play does not back this up at all. But just from the odds, the literal odds, they're probably not going winless. It's super hard to go winless. Now we have an extra game. But if you look at the schedule, there's outside of a shock. And I mean, listen, we should have beat the Ravens. We should have. Yeah. Yeah. We should have beat the Vikings. Those are two teams that you did not in any way have penned as a win that we should have won. So a oh, game like a game like that can happen, right? No. Like they could come out in shock and beat a team that they have no business hanging with. Mostly because that team doesn't show up to play because they're like, oh, it's the Lions. It's basically a bye week this week. But any team that shows up to play is probably going to beat us. There's only a couple games on the schedule that you look at as winnable games. I, this... <laughs> This team is in such a bad, bad place. I do have to say, 
they would be much better if they did not have horrible injury luck so far. We're missing Pro Bowl caliber offensive linemen off a team that has such little talent to begin with. So when you take a team and you're like, okay, well, they're going to have a good offensive line and they should be able to at least score some points and win a game here and there off of just based on that unit. When you don't play with them all season because they're all banged up and injured, that obviously throws things out of whack because there's not, there is, I don't think there is another strength of the team. Would you agree with that? Your back room. Uh, the, the, the wide receivers for sure. okay i have a like a capper question and and this is just because of what happened this past weekend for me who is going to be in more sorrow bears fans after what aaron Rodgers did to us or lions fans after what stafford's gonna do to y'all no the bears i think the bears because that was personal we have no expectations (laughs) that was so personal and i think a lot of lions fans are rooting for stafford Oh, yeah. I just, it, it, I think it's just so much worse because it's like, what what can we do? We can't do shit. This roster is horrible. Like, what can I do to, 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 at all to even do, to like say anything to him? And like, it's true. I, so, like, right. It's like way answer. worse. All right. <laughs> Got my ass. I don't know what to say. I have to say, and I respect, next year. I respect Dylan for this. Dylan was legitimately the only Chicago fan that I've seen in the world. That's not hyperbole. I like to use hyperbole. That's not hyperbole. He was the only Chicago fan I've seen in the entire world that was like, we should not start fields in this mess. Like, he, he should sit. He should sit, not be thrown to this, get to grow, watch, learn from other people's mistakes. That was a very level-headed and correct take. Fields looks lost, Broken. but what can he do? Like it's, it's not so, his fault. <laughs> I mean, it's like, not, it takes, and I I hate to bring up Stafford every single time, but it takes such a transcendent quarterback to not get swallowed by that level of dysfunction. And we've seen it happen countless times with the Lions. We've seen it happen in other franchises. Justin Fields. Whatever you thought he was or wasn't going to be, you guys know I wasn't a big fan of him coming out. I thought he was going to bust out. He's not getting a chance. He's getting thrown into the dysfunction, and he is not a transcendent talent. Whether you think he could have been a capable NFL quarterback is irrelevant. We should all be able to agree that he's not a transcendent talent. So why were you doing this to the guy? Why? For what purpose? What are you... Okay, everybody who asked for the Lions to draft a quarterback when Quinn and Patricia got brought back, this is what would have happened. Yep, that's exactly. Well, we could have just not played him. No, (laughs) that's an option. Well, no, but it's about it's about the whole oh well job preservation. So I'll use a rookie and use it as an excuse for why we're bad. It's just so so dumb. Like imagine, well, it's just, you, imagine you drafting. Fed him to the egos of Matt Nagy. That's imagine drafting Justin Herbert. Herbert gets to learn for an entire season behind Stafford. Just chill, ride the bench, and then take over this season. And you're still going to be bad. It's fine. You're going to get a high pick. You're going to have it to draft whoever the hell next year. And you already have your quarterback. And you didn't make him a catastrophe. And he got to learn from a veteran who knows the game really really well. Like. Especially when you've seen success with it so recently with a guy like Patrick Mahomes. It's not like this is 
something that never happens. Like Patrick Mahomes got to come in and sit for a whole year. Now, much different situation. He was on a, a good team. Like that was a good team, and it's easier to sit a guy in that situation. I don't want to talk about the Bears. I saw where the stadium's going to be this weekend. It's way bigger than I expected, so I'm very excited. And until they move, nothing's going to No, that's not true. Ticket prices will be higher. Oh, that is that is actually absolutely true. And probably concessions as well. I don't if care. If you partake in those. I don't care. Be- Dylan's like, I'm be- not going to a game ever. Also, there, it, Ryan, I, like, there is no way that Bears tickets will get more expensive than we can. They are like prohibitively expensive. Well, because, how? Well, no, no, no. Okay, no. There is a reason why. It's because Soldier Field is extremely small in capacity, and so it's a much higher demand for a franchise that, to be fair, has a very fervent fan base. On top of the fact of where it's located, oh, it being in it being in Arlington Hills or Heights, I should say. And on top of that, they will also have it. Where the stadium's going to be at least eighty thousand is going to make the tickets cheaper. Oh, I was never able to go to a, go to a Bears game because it was even for my bougie ass growing up, it was too expensive. Let Justin Fields go eight and nine, opening a new stadium. <laughs> Ticket prices going to the moon. All right, moving on. It's time for DB with DB. That'd be the database with Dylan Bear. Because every time this man comes hey. around a podcast, he's got a freaking database with him of something we got to talk about. So, Dylan, what is tonight's topic? So, this is extremely pertinent for two reasons. The first and foremost, by far the most important one, is that there has been a major change in the college landscape. We're kind of in the lull of the season, the calm before the storm where the Big Ten is going to destroy itself. And we know now that Ed Orgeron, the fraud that Paul first and myself second, I'm so hurt predicted this. this would happen. I mean, I'm dude, so like, by this. We, I'm so could, happy. we were warning you. Paul, again, all credit. I'm Paul so was way ahead, more ahead this of this was than I was. This was a movie in the making of a hometown Bayou kid coming back we could have even gotten the dude who plays the shirtless dude from the from the water boy that you can't understand a damn word he says <laughs> to play this man in a yeah. storybook movie about coming home winning the national championship and getting a statue 20 years from now i say oh, it's because it, coach o got divorced which just proves women are evil we can still make the movie it's, it's, it's just not gonna have a happy ending honestly I might have to rethink my nickname because I've called him Bayou Hoke since the beginning. Yeah, but, but I don't Brady's see him, winning shit. Yeah, I don't see him having the post LSU success that Brady's having. So I don't, I I don't know. I I might have to rethink this. But I I, I appreciate that, Dylan. I'm and I'm I'm just happy to be right. I didn't I didn't. You're, like, you're I always. We know you are. Right. Anyway, <laughs> Dylan, what are we doing? So the topic at hand has been about whether you thought it was valid or not. There has been a lot of discussion about Mel Tucker going to LSU, which brought me to an idea while I was on vacation. As some folks know, I go to college football games across the region, generally speaking. Haven't Only yet. bad ones. With, uh, with my, fa- my father and I have gone. I have now been at seven college football stadiums. And part of what I do is kind of a nerdy little thing is on Friday nights before the games – I walk around the campus and the athletic facilities to see what it looks like, right? Get the vibe and on the, the field. program. Uh, yes, exactly. And 
while this Mel Tucker discussion was happening, I was going to Wisconsin. Wisconsin has been purported, and I use that term very strongly because of the experience that I had, it is purported as a top-tier program. It's not. And, like, I'm not trying to be harsh, but that was one of the most under that, that uh, underwhelming experiences ever. And it's not – and I know immediately everyone's going to say it's because Wisconsin is bad – I would like to point out that the game that I went to was the highest attendance Wisconsin's had this season. Penn State was lower and Michigan was lower. The highest attended game was the night game that they had against Army. The stadium, the athletic facilities and everything, like Wisconsin just did not impress me. And I kind of, I really started to kind of get a sense of kind of their place, I guess, in terms of the hierarchy. So, with that in mind, Mel Tucker being purported to possibly go to LSU, there's always that cascading effect, right? Somebody goes from, like a Brady Hoke, who goes from SDSU to Michigan, or someone like uh, my guy Dino Babers, who goes from Bowling Green to Syracuse, or someone like Dave Clawson, who goes from Bowling Green to Wake Forest, and he's going to go somewhere else. And so I wanted to kind of create a hierarchy with all that in mind, not only my trip, but also all of this talk of this coaching hire stuff, where I wanted us as our sports carnage group, if we were prospective coaches in the current landscape, I'm talking now, not five years ago, not 10 years ago, 30 years ago, I'm talking right now, 2021, end of October, obviously in theory going into the 22 season. If you were a prospective coach, where would you go? What is the hierarchy of program? And I know Paul disagrees, but I generally think that the state of the program is also equal to its its like value as a job. I know he disagrees with that, but I generally think those two things are the same. So you can treat this as a sort of like ranking of the of the actual hierarchy of college football programs. That's what I would like to do. Are there I, any inter- I knew this would happen. What are the interjections before we well, begin? So I, I want to be clear because you, you, you said that you think the state of the program matters just pretty much just as much as the program itself. Uh, so USC has been in a state of disrepair for how long, Matt? Since Pete Carroll left. <laughs> that was a long time ago, right? Like, yeah, about 2007. 2006, okay, so area. like 15 years almost. Um. If, if you think USC is anything but, like, a top two job in co- college football, you're just wrong. Um, well, no, hold on. That's not – to be fair, that's not what I said. I said that the program's what's, that's prestige what I'm trying to get. is equal to its hiring value. USC is a prestige program whether they suck okay, or not. So that's, and, and, that's and what Paul, I was trying to get clarification. We've talked about this. We've talked about it. It's rude to tell people they're just wrong about their opinions. I know. Well, I'm rude. It's fine. Um, I <laughs> – I no, I was just trying to get clarification on what you meant because I, I, it more sounded like, and maybe it's my mistake. I don't know if the others felt the same. It more sounded like to me that you were saying where the program is right now as far as performance and what they've been building. I'm saying your evaluation needs to be based on what the program looks like right now because there are certain programs on the up and up that may put them above somebody who is equal to them. That's so. Way that this is going to work is I am going to lead this off. Some of these will be short. Some will actually need discussion. We're doing it based on vote. There's five of us, so majority wins. So, wait, is there five? 
Yes. There is five. Can I? There is five. Can I suggest okay. something for expediency? Uh, I was well. I'm sure it's going to be the same as me. This is um, an moron. Matt, certain programs are not going to be needing discussions for certain things. I am going to start with the very top, and then we'll kind of mesh towards the middle. Alabama, is there anyone that we are even going to discuss is better than them as a program? So, and yes. slash hiring spot. But what I what I was going to suggest is for some of them like Alabama, if we each just said which programs instead there you of go. like because yeah, it's fine. So it's therefore, Paul, you start us off. Alabama is not number one to you. Whom is? So I have Texas above Alabama. I have USC above Alabama. Um, I it's really tough for me. I today. I may have Florida above Alabama. Oh um, my! Although I think I think academic things probably Th- this is the hurt opposite them of expediency. Uh, so I'm going to just I'm not trying to be rude. Is there anyone who even remotely agrees with him? We're gonna say yeah, we're I, gonna say Texas and USC. I, I would I, not the tech. Well, I would go with Texas's the, talent bed. Are you kidding me? Well, the Texas like, the Texas talent the Texas job is appealing to me and living in austin is more appealing to me than living in tuscaloosa (laughs) also i agree with absolutely i agree with paul that usc to me the prestige of usc and the potential of turning that around and living in southern california is also more appealing to me than unlimited resources unlimited talent pool okay texas texas doesn't care if you cheat they want you to cheat. They just want you to so win. So they're okay. So hold on. So we have a tech Texas right now seems to be the one that has two votes. We have USC with two votes higher than Bama. Uh, Matt, uh, US, I'm assuming you agree with USC. USC and UCLA. You're right next to Beverly Hills. Oh, UCLA bad. too. I'd put them up well, there. Do not sure. say UCLA. Will you hold stop? on? They're right I'm next to Beverly Hills. They're right next to San. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna Where take a pause. I got to take a pause on this real quick, though. Your personal bias is the reason you are even remotely considering UCLA, and I'm not here for that. UCLA well, hold has on. no AJ right actually, It has nothing to AJ do with UCLA. actually agreed with him. It has nothing I did to do with UCLA. With it has to do with location, location, location. 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 I am next no. to Beverly Hills, 100%. Bel Air, and Santa Monica. Yeah, I'm with Matt on that. A, 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 pla- um, I mean, but, a, a place okay, that's going to so be inhospitable have, in five We have to be a little bit reasonable, because like, you're not coaching... Place. You're um, not coaching at San Diego State above Michigan. And I get to go to the okay. Rose Bowl like six times a year. This is okay. This is you are not even remotely doing it. Like your reasons are just not. Whenever anyone talks about this, no one gives a shit with UCLA. All the better. Oh, There's no I pressure. If I win exactly. six games, I'm oh probably getting rehired. Right, so you are I, not I, seriously I, saying it's a better job than Alvin. He is. You can't he is. do that. He is. How are you that dishonest? Have you been to Tuscaloosa? How? Have you seen what's around? Tornadoes destroy that town. And you I so, I have, so, so here's where here's where the disconnect is, Dylan. And since it's your segment, you have to decide how you want to proceed. It sounds like you really want us to judge what we think the best jobs are in general. But you asked which job we would take when you presented yeah. this. I was doing this as a way of a framing device. Not to make it so that Matt's horrible personal opinions about the state of but the AJ, program AJ agrees with Matt because AJ likes the SoCal lifestyle as well. 
you are you guys are throwing too much of your own personal accord into it you in terms of your to. lifestyle. But you no, asked but you're them to. seen but no, the I love LA music video. Oh my god. Oh my god, I don't care. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the so I have so oh let, let let's let's put this in a way. Dylan wants us to rank the best jobs in college football independent of our personal opinions. Well, no, but your personal opinion of the state of the program matters, but not whether or not you like that there are fucking roses next door. Hold on. God. Palm trees do job, affect the state I of a program. Matters. You frame no, this as if does. we're... Yes, no, it yes, does. It do- no, it definitely matters. It definitely it, matters. No, hold on, Dylan. It it definitely matters, and that is, that is the reason... So- it, it weighs in. It really yeah. does. Like, I'm not... It is not nearly as high as Matt is making it. Like... To put it above a job like Alabama is kind of bonkers, but it does matter. It does weigh in. I, I think I really think if you're going to get the results you want, you need I'm not, to dial oh, this Hold back. on, I'm not trying to doctor the results like a. No, no, I hold think on. he means I, for like I the overall spirit I don't mean of res- the segment. Yes, exactly. I'm not. I, I'm not saying the literal right. teams. Team. I'm saying, saying for like the discussion you want. The discussion to have. that you want to have. Thank you, AJ. We're see. We're in lockstep. There you go. Fine. The only downside to the UCLA and USC Uh, being a better position than Alabama is the Pac-12 as a whole. Because the Pac-12 as a whole is run in an archaic method where they're not okay with spending money. And so you are always at a disadvantage to the the SEC or the Big Ten when it comes to recruiting because – Nick Saban's taking private jets to wherever the heck he wants to go. Ryan Day, same thing. Whoever you are coaching at UCLA and USC, have fun on Southwest getting a freaking connecting flight somewhere and not being able to wine and dine a recruit the way that these other conferences can. You, you, USC, so I think that's more of a worse restriction for UCLA. USC will spend money, and they have it's money a to thing. spend. You go look at the way they it, run it. It's a, it's a Pac-12 thing. USC is the, doing the same the, thing. With the right coach, USC will spend the money. It, right, they they might not spend Saban at Bama levels of money, but they will spend money. And you have so much – the talent pool in USC's backyard, and it's not just a talent pool. So, like, Texas gets rated by 50 programs. Florida gets rated by 50 programs. Anyone that USC really wants when they're good in California, USC gets. Bar none. Like, if you are a good – if Urban Meyer – was at USC. None of that talent is leaving. It's just going. None to of SC. the female talent, that's for sure. The 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 biggest, the only obstacle in my mind that keeps USC from being the number one job in college football is they do not have full. They are not. They're not going to cheat right now. They're not, especially under the current I administration. Have, there, I, there is something else with the USC that I I okay. This is something I just I know that Paul, you in general agree with me with as well. Uh, and I am just going to straight up reject in the stage that we're in, which is why I said current, because I think NIL reduces the value of L.A. a lot. Oh, I think like, it's the opposite. I think it's no, the endorsements I, I, in L.A. will be so much bigger. Yes. Yeah, no, and but, they can actually spend their money now. Yeah. So they have a place well, no, but the, the argument that I – the way I – the reason why I say that is because, in the, like Paul was kind of alluding to, right, well, they can't cheat right now. Well, the way that they used to cheat just won't be applicable anymore. It's not but – like that's not relevant. And on top of that, I'll be honest, there is going to be certain players, a lot more of them than we think right now, where a spot like a Tuscaloosa 
is going to have somebody who is going to pay a lot of money for somebody that is now legal that USC may not because they're, number one, are going to have a lot more guys that are going to be watching them. But number two, it's because, like, boosters that, like, Michigan and Michigan State have, those NIL contracts are going to be a lot of money. It matters way more what your endowment looks like, more so than your location. What money do you have around the program? In my opinion, I think Michigan right right now in the NIL era is better than USC. No way. Not even close. Um, the other thing that knocks USC a little bit is uh, USC does still pretend to play school, at least a bit more than some of these mm-hmm. other schools. Um, and that that's why Texas is number one with a bullet for me, because Texas doesn't care what you do. <laughs> Texas just wants to win, um, and they have the talent pool, the brand, the prestige. They have everything. Um but so I, I have Texas and USC. Matt, who, do you are you still putting UCLA above Alabama given the new context of the discussion? I mean, in, in all honesty, I never had UCLA actually above Alabama. It's just where are you going? It's freaking fantastic. You're you're just trolling Dylan because you don't want to do this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't put them up there in a new context. You you also have USC and Texas above. I do or? still have USC and Texas above Alabama. Matt, did you also have USC and Texas above? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, Texas, there's there's a lot of arguments that you guys have already said. So those two, for different reasons, uh, is a little more appealing. All right, so I am going to be putting Alabama. Okay, there are a few programs. I just want to run through them real quick. Does anyone agree with Paul about the Florida thing? In terms I, I, of I I don't I don't agree with it either. So okay. don't worry about it. Uh, Georgia. No. You think that Georgia? No. I, I I actually do think Georgia's a better job than Bama, but I'll stay alone on. That, I would I, I would second that. Okay. The Georgia's better than Bama. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, and again, factoring in, I'd rather live in Athens, Georgia, and and I understand that that's. But I, I like the. Oh, I mean, no, there, there is almost every single one of these teams on this list as in a place I'd rather live in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> well, I understand that, but <laughs> even as far as no, like, I would say as, that even as far Georgia as Georgia like, is near Atlanta, so like, yeah. I don't want to live in Alabama. As far as like the state of Alabama, don't want to live there. Well, to be Georgia fair, you could just to, uh, hold on. You, if you were to be to be at Alabama, you don't have to live there. You could live in Atlanta. It's only like two hours away. So uh, it's two hours from Birmingham, well, it, not Tuscaloosa. Atlanta is not the same as Athens. Nobody wants to live in Atlanta. No, Atlanta's awesome. What do that you is that is straight up not true. Like things have changed. I, I I've the, been I, to Atlanta several times in the last handful of years. Okay. I, I don't anyway. know where you're going in Atlanta, but you're going to the wrong parts. Yeah, you he didn't, he didn't the like what he saw. Of the we'll, perimeter. We'll keep it that way. Get to the Shambly Dunwoody area. It's gorgeous. Okay, so Texas. Texas, USC, um, is George, are we going to say that George is a better job than Alabama? I'm saying it is. Yes or no? Okay. Is there a third? One, two, three, no? Okay. There we go. Um, Ryan didn't say if he had anybody above Alabama. No, I'm a, I'm a simple man. If I'm a prospective coach, I'm just going to ride Saban's coattails. The Alabama. You want to follow Saban. Exactly. Okay. Bama okay. has been Ohio State. all these boys' lives. Guys, keep it going. Oh, we have Ohio State, Oklahoma. Anybody with either of those? Above Alabama? Okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
No, no, no. Okay. So therefore, Bama sits pretty firmly in, it looks like, the fourth spot right now. So let's hash out the ones that we have above it since this is smaller. Wait, did we get three for Georgia? Did we get three for Georgia? We did. So Georgia. Who is the third, Dylan? Georgia, Texas, USC. No, no, who was the third vote? Who was the third for Georgia? Matt. I didn't vote. Matt would have been. Matt? Okay, then never mind. Never mind. So, therefore, Alabama is third. And, therefore, we hash out between USC and Texas. And from the sounds of it, Paul seems to be leaning towards USC. Texas. No, Texas. No, I thought he was leaning towards Texas. Texas Texas okay. doesn't have any restrictions. You can do whatever you want there if it's bringing in wins. And they will spend unlimited amounts of money. You have the absurd talent pool, and you can 100%. go nationwide to recruit. 100%. Texas with a bullet. I think that Texas has a kind of loser curse on their program, but fine. <laughs> I would I would take SC, like not even just personal preference. I, I mean, I would personally – well, obviously, I'd rather live in California than Texas, but – uh, I'll, I'll I'll seed because I I don't think that these two are the top two jobs anyway. So I'll just shut up and let y'all decide. I would take well, SC, I mean, it, but that's just because same reason I don't want to live in Texas. Uh, as, as nice as uh, Austin is, I'd rather be in Southern California. I would rather compete with people of recruiting in California as USC than Texas in Texas. So Ryan's the tiebreaker. Yeah, give me, USC. Give me USC. I'm going to get all my L.A. There we go. Friends. Yeah, let's get revenge for that 06 national championship. That's right. I, I feel like you guys are really underestimating the current administration, making things more difficult. I, I, Not just I current think you're underestimating how much we don't general. care. Wow. <laughs> just, that so is on a sabotage mission tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, therefore, in our hierarchy, we have USC number one, Fight Texas, on, baby. Number, Texas number two, Alabama number three. Mm-hmm. And probably Georgia number four from the sounds of it? I would say yes. Georgia However, I would disagree with it. Yes, better than Florida. Florida's uh, up there, but Georgia better than Florida, yes. I think Georgia being in Over apparently – so- I think that Paul is kind of completely forgetting the fact that, or not forgetting, just not knowing the fact that Atlanta is like one of the most burgeoning American cities out there. Maybe Austin uh, why, is the only one like it. Athens is not Atlanta, which by yeah, but the way, it's very Athens close. is awesome. Athens is very nice. The, everything, the, the stadium is very nice. As we've seen under Kirby, they no longer care about doing what it takes to keep pace with Alabama. They, they are not – like Mark Richt, his downfall was him not playing fast and loose with the rules. That all changed when Kirby took over the program, and they are fully above board with it. They also have a pretty darn good talent pool. Um, it, it's it, money, again, close to unlimited, right? Like they are, they are way up there. Like the, uh. it's just modern, modern college football as far as like – a brand like if you want to it, ease of winning that's how i view this right is if i'm looking at all these jobs what's the easiest ones for me to win at that's basically how i rank them because sure. job retention right like i want to keep my job i want to win a bunch it's the best way to do it is to win a bunch so ease of winning i look at how much of a brand do i have and then how many obstacles do i have to overcome right so 
academics are obstacles if the school cares about them. How, how, how much I can loosen up the rules are obstacles if the school cares about it. All that kind of stuff, they'll get in the way of you just bringing in whoever the hell you want to win football games. Georgia doesn't have many of those obstacles anymore, and they have a pretty darn good brand. Would anyone argue with that? Uh, no, I th- I personally think Georgia is the best job, uh, especially moving forward. I I mean, to be fair, Ryan and I have talked about this before. They're literally right next to the mecca of college football, and it's like, and again, it's a it's a burgeoning center of just American culture in general. Like, it's a pretty big growing place. So therefore, I would say that Georgia is number one. Them being four is not insulting, but so that's that's where I, that's what <laughs> I. Would you sound. Say. I'm going to be honest. You sound a little insulted. Yeah. I, I I just don't. I don't know. I you don't sound res- upset. I don't respect Texas at all. I I think they are losers that are just as much in the past as some of these other programs. The only difference is they have so much money. They can buy their way out of like completely falling. Money is not all they have, though. How many? But how many times are we going to hear that Texas is back before we just accept they're not? Hold on. This isn't about Texas being back. Texas hasn't found the coach. It still takes a coach to win. I don't think a coach is saving them anymore. That's the difference. I mean, we have. And you, you thought USC was better. We have USC number one. USC hasn't done anything in a long time. It's not about them being. Back. But USC also has had at least sustainable success that you can say if you replicate that again, you'll be okay. Texas won one national title this century, and then their coach burned the program to the ground. But you're not upset but or he's still kind of burned it down. <laughs> no, he's def- I told you he's upset. He's I'm not. I'm upset. not. Again, it's more an indictment on on Texas themselves because they their existence is insulting to me. They are a All lot. Right. They are a worse. You know how most people get pissed off at Michigan for like that air of arrogance and whatnot. I don't feel that way about Michigan nearly as much as I do about Texas. Texas is the prime offender of everything that most people hate Michigan. For. Therefore, but, I don't respect. But they them. don't have any of the restrictions that Michigan has. Like they don't have the obstacles to overcome. Their Does own ma- program's mental state will. But again, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Whatever, fine. All right, what? I would like to nominate. I would like to nominate Florida as fifth. Um, I Florida, obviously one of the most talent-rich states in the country. They have a national brand. Um, they don't have the in-state competition anymore. Florida State is and also ran as a program, um, and Miami's even worse than that. Miami is decades in the past. And the thing about Miami uh, that people don't understand unless they pay attention to Miami or have some investment in Miami football because they like it or whatever, they are not just decades behind Like as far as they haven't done anything in decades. Their facilities, their stadium, their fan experience, their everything is – I mean it would take – the investment that it would take to get Miami anywhere near a modern powerhouse is just it's a, it's not happening. We'll do more about Miami later, but But okay. just, that matters for Florida, Florida they don't have to no. compete with them the same. I don't so, I don't I don't agree. So that's a no for me. I, I well what do you mean? So who's above them? That's what you got to tell me. Is who's Ohio above, them? State above Florida? I would I would put Ohio State above Florida. I would put Notre Dame above Florida. I would put Oklahoma above Florida. Um, I'd put Oregon. Up those are just. Florida. I would also. 
I would also... Uh, no, I wouldn't put it LSU, but... Um, I feel like you guys are super wild in here, but... Um, Michigan, 100% I would put above Florida. Uh, yeah, like, I would say that Florida is, like, fringe top 10. I, th- I think you guys vastly underrate how important it is to have talent in your backyard. Yeah, but like, if you make that it, argument for Florida, you just have to say the same thing about Ohio State. Why? Ohio has been no arguably the last handful of years have having equal or less talent than Michigan. Do you understand? Yeah, Ohio but, State no, no, is not on, the hot that it used to be. Yes, it is. Because Ohio State has... No, wait, it's Let not. me finish for a second, okay? Ohio State has, well, over wrong. the last few years, moved outside of Ohio and gone more national with their recruiting. The Cincinnati Bearcats have built their program on Ohio kids. And they're not that good. What is your point? Because they have a flash in the pan season. No, okay. You seemingly are alone with this, so you are just going to have to accept that Florida's not at least five. And Ohio State, I I mean, Ohio's still a a top state for recruits as far as football goes. So to make that statement about Florida... You have, it's not. It is though. You can't. You literally. So you literally cannot compare them. Florida. Florida has more five stars in like a a, a ten square mile radius but than Ohio on. State has blue. The chips. entirety of what this is now turning into is based on what you are valuing most within the value of the job, though. Because to be fair, Paul's taking a more recruitment based attitude about it with the talent well, around it's, it's been proven over time that, that you is need one to of the stop greatest factors cutting everybody off i'm using you facts cl- and you, you guys cl- are using heartstring bullshit there's no heartstring I, 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 what i just said no i mean you just care about that whereas i care more about the fact that like florida has to compete with what i think is the number one job i wouldn't want to do that that is why like i don't want to be in george's vicinity and in terms of longevity, right? For Florida's sake, you do have to argue Florida basically has to be Georgia in order for you to keep your job. I do not want that. My program is never going to be that. So therefore, it is not as appealing of a job to me. And you saying there's talent around doesn't change that. Thing. So therefore, that is why I do not think that Florida is number five. Riveting. Okay. I would uh, look, AJ, I think you and I agree at least. I think Ohio State is number five. Ryan or Matt? So I have Florida. Oh, Ohio State over Florida? Is that the, yes. the Florida, argument? Florida, LSU, Florida, LSU, Oklahoma. Florida, LSU, Oklahoma. I, well, at least clearly we understand where you sit with Ohio State, so that makes it a little easier. Um, Matt, what about yourself in terms of the Florida-Ohio State dynamic? I don't think Florida's the number one job in the state of Florida, personally, but that's just me. Hey. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Hey, I'm just – okay. So I understand clearly that Ryan they, have, they have leg ups on their, on their competition, uh, a lot of them involving the uh, conference they are in and the things that they can do. Uh, I personally would rather be at Miami than in Florida. Me personally, rather be in Miami than in Gainesville. I think they have a better history and would be a bigger deal when they get big again over Florida. Um, LSU? 
the only thing you could argue in terms of Miami is that your path is going to be arguably the easiest oh, of yeah. the state. Yeah, much but easier. but I also like that program is in disrepair, oh, so like that's where it's like hard. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I no, okay. No. So you I, were obviously I, I, I agree with that, for... man. I like Miami. Okay. Okay. So like, because I feel like if you could obviously the program sucks now. Uh, not that Florida's great, but they're definitely better standing than Miami. Um, but I feel like if you can get good at Miami, you can take you can take uh, you can take off more there. Than okay. You, can you guys, you guys do not understand the dynamics at Miami right now. I'm just telling you right now, someone that has a friend, good couple, good friends down there. You guys, they are so far removed. They they will never ever return to prominence in college football. Like there's not. Michigan State has a better chance of winning off four straight natties than Miami has of becoming uh, a prominent our, our so, <laughs> Well, it, it, I think it's just like they are just after the scandal that ha- they are just so far behind the eight ball. It's kind of like SMU where the NCAA like did straight up kill them. I, I well, they just their, there's their no their way they can come location, back. their campus life, all of it. Like it's, well, and and here's they, another thing. Like I know. I'm not being political when I say this. I am like this is just the reality of the situation. You hate Hispanics. It's okay. No, Miami is in a situ is in an area where global warming, climate change, whatever term you want to call it, will directly affect how your program is operating. Well, you yeah, are, the hurricanes. Well, the, you have the hurricanes, the flooding. Like as you were talking about, Paul, like right where their stadium is. How do we know that their stadium isn't going to have to be rebuilt somewhere further inland within the next 10 years? Like, I I legitimately don't know how anyone can want to be in Miami with the global climate being what it is. Like, that is a reality of what's happening. You're talking to a guy that lives in Louisiana, so you got to slow your roll. Which is also partially why I don't value LSU nearly as much. Why would you I just go to to the NFL before that's a problem. I just don't understand why you would want to subjugate yourself to every five years having to completely I don't, uproot your we, we We really we really shouldn't spend too much time on denigrating Miami, though. I We yeah. really need to we got figure out where Ohio State. You said 1040. No. He said 40 minutes. He said 40 minutes, 1020. All right. We, we're going to get a top 10 today is what we're going to do. How about that? Then we better start going. It's, it's a pie in the sky thing. All right. right so, so we need – we need to figure out where Ohio State is. Better enjoy your I, I, think, I think Florida, LSU, and Oklahoma are better jobs than Ohio State. No. Who do you guys think are better jobs, if any, than Ohio State? I don't think there is one. Uh, the only one I <laughs> might put above Ohio State would be Notre Dame as far as the job itself. Like Way too many obstacles. Sure, way too 100%, many obstacles. 100%. And that's why I said I may put above Ohio State. Like, but at, at the Dame, che- from from the from the cheating to academics, I, Notre Dame. If Notre Dame became a public school, then they would be, but they're not. So. Yeah, no, Notre Dame and Michigan are so similar, and they they are not close to that level. Right. Now, I um, I would, which is why I, I would not put Ohio Michigan State. above it. But I think Ohio State fits in nicely to this fifth spot. Mi- Michigan is going to be much lower on this list for me than you guys would expect it to be. Um, not not uh, like already is. They're in the top ten. <laughs> they're in the top ten, but they're not going to be. So therefore, you guys are, think I would have are we in agreement then that Ohio State is number five? Everyone except what for about Paul. hold on? What about Oklahoma? Because Oklahoma, no, 
gets to dip into Texas. Oklahoma plays in the Big and 12. And is also is moving zero. to the, S- the SEC. That culture oh, that's shock true. Is that's fair. Yeah. You, you, I, I am kind of a little bit forgetting that. Actually, I kind of forgot that happened. Um, right. So I watched it from my memory. All the more so reason bad. also with Texas. Yeah. Like I forgot about that when we were no Texas. Texas. Texas will still run. Texas will still run all of college football if given the right coach. Period. Okay. You put you put a decent. We are not going to agree on that, so we can move on. I'm not saying that you you don't have good reasons. I just so you guys, so so no one has anyone else above Ohio State except me. Yeah. No, I mean you're in the Big Ten. Your rival's never a threat to you. It's pretty cushy gig. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I think that Notre Dame is six. Even with the restrictions, I'd still put them at six. I'll put LSU over Notre Dame. I would put LSU, LSU Oklahoma yeah. easily above Notre I'd Dame, Florida easily above Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. So, okay, so, okay, uh, okay. So I'm for, for Michigan. Michigan fans will especially know how tough academic stuff is, how tough the the fact that you are not going to go out, you're not going to get messed up kids, you're not going to get at risk kids, you're not messed going up to, kids. Then what's Taylor Lewan? <laughs> yeah, messed, he's a messed up adult now. Right oh, there, you go. <laughs> you are you are not going to be allowed to play the NIL games that other schools are going to be able to. Where Alabama is arranging all these deals for players before they're even step foot on campus, that doesn't happen at schools like Michigan and Notre Dame, and it is a huge disadvantage. There is okay. There is, I've heard LSU it is above then. board. So I've heard LSU then. So is LSU in the sixth spot for you guys then? Because uh, like, yeah. I, I think I think I would no, I, I think I, I'd put the Florida job above the LSU job though. I would as well. I would too, obviously. Personally, I, so there's I, three I, right I there. would as well. So I think that's six. Well, but Dylan didn't like Florida, so maybe Dylan doesn't have Florida. I think high. so. I, I as I said, oh, before, you think Notre, Notre Dame, Dame six? Yeah, I don't think Notre Dame I, six. Well, well no, I, not, I, I that's don't fine. But even in the Notre, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, and Michigan. All above Florida and LSU. Oh, what? Man. Yes. I so Dylan values academics. And no, doesn't care about the obstacles. No, what I care, what especially in LSU's case, like I, I I'm not. I just it, that is absolutely a factor, and it's going. It just is going to keep getting worse and worse. That's just the reality of how this planet is functioning. LSU's campus is not going to be there by 2030. I don't get how you're going to run a program. Was this entire segment just for you to like pedal global? He's excluding the whole Southeast. <laughs> all of it. He's like, we're d- so Dylan, Dylan's broke off gig. into the ocean. All right, so we already know now. Dylan's real number one gig is North Dakota State University. <laughs> no, okay. Alaska, I, a close second. I don't. If they I have just don't want that to water. not be. It's just that that's clearly well, that's going to be a factor. It is, and you can't pretend it's not. And that's part of why I, I don't. You know what? Job. Honestly, you're right. The same hurricane that destroyed Matt's home also ruined Edo's career. <laughs> I, I'm. I, I can. I understand. Matt did it. Matt did a woman destroy your home? <laughs> I mean, yes. My oh. wife's not that bad of a decorator. <laughs> oh goddamn! Uh, <laughs> the hurricane's name what was it? Ida? I guess so. No, not it's close. It's close to Alicia. Ida, Alicia. I was close. I don't know. But so the point for LSU is both Les Miles and Ed O got to win national championships there. 
I just it's pretty good. So with LSU, um, the, you cannot be good. Part and you can just luck into that was part of it. But mean, another thing is like LSU also. Everyone kind of forgets, but LSU kind of had a Wisconsin s deal where they sucked ass forever until Nick Saban got there. And whenever the talent pool whittles even a little bit, those cracks show. That is not that is a program where the history is not helping them in their favor, and every coach so, that you keep mentioning you'd be flames fine. out. You'd be fine if you didn't bring your girlfriend so to practice. LSU, There's very LSU clear things that you can just not do. LSU unbelievably in the last I don't know I want to say fifteen years, but I could be a little off, has three national titles. It's, it's like three it's closer different to twenty head coaches. But yeah. Okay, okay, maybe twenty years. Three titles with three different head coaches, one of which is horrible, and the other of which, Les Miles, not like, not like perfect, right? Like he's not like some amazing coach. So like, yeah, you can discount Saban's. You could be like, okay, Saban could have won anywhere except Michigan State. But outside of Saban, like they won with Ed. Oh, dude. And yeah, I get they had a generational transfer quarterback, but come on, I it, that's no. that's the tail in, in LSU. Uh, you said, oh, they've been booty cheeks until. Until uh, Saban got there, but LSU in all the years that they weren't that good, not like post Saban, it's always been a quarterback away, right? Even and when they got that quarterback, it didn't even matter that they had a bum coach. And the thing about LSU, so you guys discount the backyard talent, you guys don't really care about that. But one thing that is almost unique about LSU outside of like USC is the lock that they have on that talent. Talent doesn't go go anywhere else if they want it in their bubble. Like, not even – Alabama does not really even pull kids out of the bayou if LSU wants them. And that's Saban's Alabama. So it's just – they have a lock on it. It's very good. And not they Ryan's will do Alabama, whatever though. it takes to win. You are going to have a shelf life if you go to LSU, though. Like, you are going – Not if you win. Every, no. I, okay. Les Miles won. Just don't bring, your, don't bring your girlfriend to practice. Les Miles stopped winning. Yeah. Les Miles, could. like Saban, if he wanted to, would still be at LSU. Like it's not like he, they would have been like, nah, he's not getting it done. And it's not like Saban couldn't have continued winning titles at so LSU. So therefore, it sounds could. like LSU is actually going to be our se- uh, sixth spot. Is that correct? Above Florida, it, it is for me. I uh, see. I I I still have I put Florida. Above I LSU. have Florida above LSU. That's so. Two. Therefore, Florida seven because that's all three of us. It's Paul, well, AJ, on. and myself. Yeah, but I well, agree as well. Yeah, so then they would be six. After well, no, that Ohio would make State. Florida six. Yeah, I'm aware. That's what <laughs> I was saying. So Florida six, LSU. You, seven. But you said seven. Yeah, I'd put LSU seven. Okay. All right. Now I have Oklahoma next. For uh, yep. Very obvious reasons. I agree. You what? I agree. Um, well, you kind of agree. You really have Notre Dame next. Um, I, and, well, to be fair, I'm also going based off of what we are now examining, so I know Notre Dame's a lost cause, so I'm good. I've okay. given up on um, it. One thing that I – and it's something we haven't talked a lot about of, um, another obstacle is transfers. Uh, what transfers can you get in? Because uh, we've seen countless times over and over how – Holes at certain schools that may sink them for a season do not end up as holes because they wave their magic transfer flag. And especially a quarterback, we've seen Ohio State do it. We've seen Oklahoma do it over and over again. Those kind of obstacles the teams like Notre Dame, teams like Michigan have to overcome because they, they can't get those kids. 
Oklahoma doesn't. And Oklahoma is one of the last ones on this list that combine that level of prestige with the fact that they don't have to jump through those hurdles. Isn't it kind of wild, though, that Oklahoma is able to do that, but they haven't won a national title since 2000? Well, they've never had a defense because I, I don't know why they don't. I, but I'm just saying, isn't it kind of re- I don't know. Isn't it I kind don't. of remarkable though that you even consider them consider them this relevant and they haven't won a title well, since the but, beginning so, of the century? Hold on, well, but look really at who are playoff like, like every fucking year. <laughs> not only not only do they go to the playoff every year, but look at who's winning these titles. It's all the teams that we ranked above them. Yes, no, I, I know. I was just saying it's interesting. Y'all got four to look minutes. At so it's them. top ten. Yeah, give us ten. Will you relax? Man, we're getting what, close. It's not like we're driving. What bug ran up Chill your yourself. ass? Like he God. didn't want to do this. Is is the clearly? <laughs> I mean, clearly because there's no effort into it. At does all. Does anyone else have a an unaforementioned school ahead of Oklahoma? No. Matt Ryan Texas AJ? San Antonio UTSA. Oh my God, AJ. I, I mean, yeah, okay. truthfully, personally, I hate Oklahoma. But I'm trying not to let my biases go into this. As the future Texas coach speaking. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I think, I'd, I think I'd put the Oregon job above it. But then the Pac-12 creeps in. So just go with Oklahoma. We're one step closer to the top ten. All right. So we got Oklahoma 8. And this is where it starts to get interesting. And I'm going to throw out three and a half schools right now uh, that I really think are in this debate. Uh, you have Clemson, uh, but Clemson's a recent thing. I don't, I personally don't think you're going to be able to reproduce the church program that Dabo has there. Um, and I'm not saying that tongue in cheek. That's literally how he runs his program and cheats his way to uh, awesome talent. Uh, not that it's mattered this year. Uh, you have Oregon that AJ just mentioned. Um, it's a very good job of fantastic facilities, uh, but they do have hurdles that a lot of schools don't. Um, and then I think you have, in that same conversation, the Michigan and Notre Dame programs. Uh, Michigan and Notre Dame are the same, other than Michigan is a little bit better across the board. And I, I'm not saying that like facetiously because I hate Notre Dame. Like Literally, every category you can go after. And it makes sense because Notre Dame, and again, I'm not saying this like to be cute. It, it's reality. Notre Dame pretty much carbon copied Michigan a lot of things they did from the campus they tried to build from their stadium uh, I have which heard was that, not, that it, like it was the not campuses are were like a one to one they they did try to do a lot of the same thing which makes sense i mean there's nothing wrong with it obviously ann arbor of this list that we have here ann arbor has by far the best campus um stanford has a nicer campus uh, UCLA, you can argue, has a very, very nice campus. Um, but of the teams actually in this discussion, Ann Arbor has the best campus. It's, it's beautiful. And then Notre Dame is right up there. Stadium, of course. I mean, who's going to argue with a big house? But then you get into the whole obstacle thing. In Michigan and Notre Dame have pretty much all the same obstacles. Uh, the only thing Michigan hasn't done is kill any students that I'm aware of. Um, they just get them molested, which is... So here's, here's, oh, so there were riots in Ann Arbor in the 70s. That's here's something true. that I want to throw out that we have not discussed much. But if we talk about the talent base and big stadiums and jobs and conferences... <laughs> 
and players. No, like these are these are the arguments that we're making, right? Big stadiums. We're right, talking about right, recruiting right, yeah. in the backyard. Well, but, I but hold, hold on. A this is the first time anyone mentioned. I understand stadium. that, but now that we, so now we, that we're bringing that up and that into the argument, right. you have to consider Texas A and M. No, dude, my stadium no. is so much bigger than yours. It's crazy. No. No, I'm sorry. No, not not in this. Not where at we're nine? at. No, in the next, it's, at I nine. I agree. I agree with Paul. In the next ten jobs. In the next ten jobs after the top ten, twelve. Yes, really? I but agree. Not, with, not I here. I, I think that Texas A&M has a worse little brother syndrome than Michigan State does. Oh, it's terrible. It's, it is it's it terrible. Is, it is infinitely worse. Like at least Michigan State, at some times, define themselves by their own terms. Texas A&M is entirely defined by another program. I never want to have that as my job. No, and I lived down never. there during the Manziel time, and it was the so, worst. So these are the oh, schools that I think. These are the schools that I think are in the discussion. Um, and for me, it's really between. Personally, it's between Oregon and Michigan in this spot. Yeah, that's um, fair. I, I think that you mentioned it already, but for Clemson, very simple. I. I have changed in that I don't think they survived Dabo going to Alabama. I do not think that's going to happen. I, 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 I can't tell you one way or another. Wait, but they, they don't survive they don't have Dabo going to a, Alabama? Is that what you just said? The program itself is not is basically going to die off after he leaves. They're, they're a one-coach program in the same vein as Nebraska. And it, it could be oh. that. I, I don't all, know, all but I certainly don't think they out the window. Well, that's the other thing is that Venables is not going to be the coach. He'll he'll get picked. He's going to let's put it this way: Dabo is going to leave after Venables does. So the Venables going to come back. I, hey, I, I in in this spot in this spot. Oregon is I my lean, vote. I lean Michigan for a handful of reasons. Um, you can argue there may be a few more obstacles at Michigan, uh, but Michigan. Re- has an easier time recruiting nationally. Um, you can argue that Oregon can dip in that California bet a little easier. I disagree with that, to be honest. I think they're about equal there. And hitting the schools like f- hitting the talent beds in Florida and in those kind of areas, Michigan has an easier time doing it. Michigan has a much better brand. Um, yes, Oregon has Nike in the facilities, but Michigan still has better facilities. As weird as this money that Phil Knight has poured into Oregon. So as weird um, as this is going to sound, I think part of the thing that may help Michigan is the fact that like. This is very strange that this would be kind of a deciding factor, but like Oregon is entirely defined by the fact that they oh they have the jerseys right and all that, but they're in Eugene, which is in the middle of nowhere. But like Michigan is able to have national broadcasts where the Ohio State game immediately is going to have X amount of recruits, right? Because it's the game, and even yeah, I know that it's been downplayed, but at least the Michigan Michigan State game now is at least seen nationally yeah. as a relevant rivalry. Big noon kickoff. So the well, <laughs> I, I mean, big noon all, baby. All yeah. joking aside, the rivalry itself has a lot more prestige to it than it did 15 years ago. There is no game that Oregon plays other than against USC, which depending on how USC is. It's not. They may not even be relevant for that. I mean, Michigan they, they is, had to. They had to come to to Columbus for their marquee game. That's what <laughs> I'm. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Is that Oregon has to force their way into national conversation. Michigan inherently will, no matter what. That's just and I think it's very clear. Unless you're USC, being on the <laughs> West Coast absolutely matters when we get into this discussion. Versus Michigan is an Eastern team. Um, 
And I, I think that absolutely makes a difference. So I, I have Michigan here. Um, I don't yeah, know. If I would guys, agree. Do you guys have any jobs higher than Michigan at this spot? I have Michigan yeah, at, like, number Michigan. six. It's number seven. So. Okay, Ryan, thanks for that. You're as helpful as Matt right now. Matt, AJ? What number well, are we is, at? It's just such a good idea. Nine. We're at nine. Oh, thank God. <laughs> We're right there, buddy. Um, Matt, do, do you think Michigan is the best job left on the board? If not, who do you think is? Well, I, I think he already thinks Miami's a better job than Michigan, right? This is true. <laughs> Miami's not in the discussion, though. Like, it's not making the cut. So, no offense to me. I don't me. know. I'll vote Miami. AJ, vote Miami with this. Oh I'll my vote God. Miami. <laughs> oh, he's back. Yeah! AJ, no, you won't. Yes, he Stop. did. Yes, he did. Stop. That's three. He's not serious. He's trolling. That's I three. am Stop. serious, and I want to get this over. Bang, so let's go. Miami. AJ, what makes Miami a better job than Michigan? Location, location, location. <laughs> Their location's horrible. It, that's literally one of the biggest problems with them recruiting people. Ah. Michigan is realistically at nine. Notre Dame and uh, Notre Dame and Oregon are really the discussion for ten. All for right. All and Brilliant. Picks time where I did fuck awful. Well, like can we can we nine. please pick between Notre Dame and, and I, I will literally die if we do not get through ten. <laughs> Oregon or Notre would, Dame? It's Oregon. Go down the list. Oregon or Notre Dame? Oregon. Nobody picked. Damn it! All right, Dylan. My insurrection didn't work. Dylan. <laughs> uh, Notre I, Dame or Oregon? I guess for consistency's sake, I had Notre Dame, so therefore they are nine. Matt, Notre Dame or Notre Dame? Still wondering how we got past Miami over Michigan on this one. That's right. Because I'm not accepting this. Automatically make Michigan ten. Nope. No. If three Oregon, of us voted no, for Miami Michigan at nine, nine, and this is a majority Michigan vote. Michigan is nine, Notre Dame is ten. But, We're done. But we had, we had Miami at nine with three out of the five of us. No, we don't. Yes, we did. No, we don't. Ryan, myself, and AJ all said Miami over Michigan. No. It's true. No, we don't. It's like Michigan. It's been recorded. Insert themselves in the conversation. All right. They don't belong. Listen, I truly would not put Miami over Michigan. Michigan <laughs> Thank is you. nine. Jesus Christ. Sorry, Matt. I think like, this was going to just continue just, to be an argument. You just want to end this. Michigan, I would take I Michigan you, over Miami. Let's go to the picks. Coward. All right, so we got 10 out of the 30 done. It's not bad. We'll, we'll finish the list off at some point in the future. Uh, the better batting average than the Lions. Yeah, and hey, you know, you, you won out of three. You're, you're a Hall of Famer. We got 10 out of 30, so we're batting 333. So we're doing pretty good. Uh, something we're not doing as good on overall, although better than 333, but no overall. When it, <laughs> Barely That's in some not cases. a good number to have when it comes to betting. And our picks have been a little off base since the season started. We've gotten a little better, myself especially. I got 7-3 and three last week. I think I was above 500 this week. But overall, we are still lacking, and we are going to try and turn that around for you guys this week. So, Paul, to the picks! To the picks! Uh, actually, it's kind of mostly exciting. Um, you you did go seven and three the week before, and then you went six and four this week. So you are stringing together yeah. above five hundred, and uh, you're still in last place. But you you came from such a deficit, and you are only a game back of Don. <laughs> Coming only for you, old now man. That's bad. You're thirty and forty. It's not been great, but nobody is doing good. In fact. Myself and Ryan both went seven and three last week. Best marks on the on the week. Fuck I'm in Mark first suits. place at an even five hundred. An even five hundred. That's how rough it's been. Uh, we got Ryan and AJ just under five hundred, thirty-four and thirty-six, tied for second. Dylan, technically, kind of in fourth place, even though he cheated. Um, <laughs> that's where we're at so far. 
You've missed the first horrible week. It's, I'm never going to let I it go. I still contend that we should we are, just not count those against us, and everybody has the same amount of games. But I also agree. If it's literally the worst week, why not just annex it? I freaking not now, agree, I'm pretty but, sure I went like 1-9. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> just, that, that's why Paul finally sent your winning percentage, Dylan, is because now it was, it was knocked down a peg. <laughs> and before you're, that's actually just, before not a bad you're idea. just like up top. So How far, is it now not like, a bad idea when we've talked about this a couple of times? No, I don't I, recall. I, I, very I don't recall agree. that being mentioned. I very. But we also agree. haven't had the five of us here, so we. So starting next week, I will strike those from the record. There you go. We, yep. will, we will see how we go. But the problem oh, is, it's actually going to make Matt's record worse. Uh, <laughs> Matt actually was maybe the best on the first week. Uh, but getting into the actual picks, uh, we open with what hopefully will be a snooze fest. Honestly, we have Northwestern traveling to sixth ranked Michigan. And I, no matter what happens this season, I will not be comfortable seeing numbers that small next to Michigan's name. Uh, 23 and a half point home favorites as the double buy basically is what Vegas is saying. Yeah. I mean, for, uh, for Northwestern, they played Rutgers better than Michigan did. So give me Northwestern to keep it within 23 (laughs) points. Oh wow! There's there is no better way to really start a rivalry trophy game than annihilating a program back to the Stone Age. I will take Michigan. I muted myself. My bad. Um, <clears throat> so every time Michigan's had like a big spread like this, and I've taken them, they've screwed me. Uh, so I'm gonna go That's with not true. Northwestern. I think Michigan wins by multiple scores, but I don't think that they're going to. Win by 23 and a half. Ryan, what was the score of the Michigan State Northwestern game to start the uh, year? 31 38 13? I completely 13. forgot we played them. <laughs> yeah, it was the start of the year. 38 21. We beat them by 17. By 17. All right, so Michigan can't beat them by more than that, so I'm going to have to go with That's Northwestern. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All that for a slight. <laughs> Oh, Dylan great. is actually on an island here. Myself and Don also picking Northwestern. Uh, it's a lot of points. Michigan coming off a bye. You might see them start slow. Also, Michigan's in the process of getting healthy. Uh, a lot of guys are not going to play or are going to play limited snaps. Um, this is just a survive and advance to next week without getting anybody hurt to, to the real game on the first true the biggest game we've had this season, of course. Everyone knows what's looming October 30th. So I'm going to take Northwestern to cover a massive spread. I mean, all they have to do is lose by three touchdowns and cover. Right. Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin travels to, wait for it, ranked 25th Purdue. But they're three-point home dogs. It was... Sorry, I missed what you said. Okay, Wisconsin minus three over Purdue. Oh, man, yeah. come yes. on. That's... Mm. I I hate Wisconsin to my bone. I still think they're a better football team than Purdue is. I was shocked Purdue is ranked. I think Wisconsin can, uh, can bring them down back to earth a little bit. I'll take the Badgers. I have infinite love for Purdue's football program, and on top of that, it, like if if they beat Iowa by like a, a score, sure, they didn't beat them; they annihilated them. The purported best defense in the entire country. No, I'm gonna take Purdue. Boiler up. Oh, uh, who said, who said that? they had a better Slap defense than them. Georgia? 
Slap them. A lot of people. Well, they're out Not of their damn minds. Georgia's on a historical well, right. run Dumb right people. now. Even if you discounted Georgia, there's so many teams that have a better defense than Iowa. So I think that this is kind of like a perfect trap game for Purdue, given the fact that they're coming off this high emotional win against Iowa, um, and Wisconsin's been down this year. So I'm going to actually take Wisconsin to cover in this game. Oh, come on. <laughs> I cannot be alone again. No, you're Why? Not if, you, if, you, if you win, you pick Yay! up the game with everyone. No, I'll, I'll ride with you on this one. I think what's going to help it not be a trap game is the disrespect of a ranked Purdue at home being the underdogs. And yeah. might, uh, might, might make them fight a little bit harder and not uh, look past a Wisconsin team that's on a down year. Uh, Wisconsin has just looked abysmal on offense, has turned the ball over way too much. And if they do it once or twice against Purdue, uh, it's going to be a hard time for them to win the game, let alone cover a two-and-a-half spread. Uh, all Purdue's got to do is stay inside two and a half. They lose by one. It's still a win. Uh, I think they can come out and win this one. So I'll go with the Boilermakers. Unlike Ryan, I'm not surprised that Purdue's ranked, but that is an indictment on a flawed ranking system, not anything that means Purdue's a good football team. Uh, uh, shut up. This is, this is this actually split. Uh, Don is joining Matt and Dylan on, on the hey. train, if you will. But, no, I, Wisconsin is just a better team. Analytics love Wisconsin in part because they have a fantastic defense, and Purdue does not have the offensive firepower to keep with them. And, yeah, they dismantled a way overranked Iowa last week, but is maligned as Graham Mertz has been for Wisconsin and their backup has been a quarterback for them this year, still world better than the, the petroleum that Iowa is rolling out a quarterback. <laughs> That's a good uh, so I, that was good. I, I'm going to take – Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm going to take Wisconsin in this one. Uh, we have Oklahoma State. So you guys, you guys are just talking about disrespect. Someone said something about disrespect, Purdue being ranked in the underdog. No, this is disrespect. Eighth-ranked Oklahoma State, okay? This is a top-10 football team, supposedly. And I know, indictment on the rankings, blah, 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 whatever. Eighth-ranked Oklahoma State is a touchdown dog at unranked Iowa State. I don't know, but I cannot... Um, to remember a time in my life that a top 10 football team has been a touchdown dog anywhere to an unranked football team. Uh, it's just, and if that happened, I would just assume like quarterback injury. Or something. I really want to know if that's happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's crazy to me. Oklahoma State, also a better job than Michigan. And ever since <laughs> learning about the, uh, the Bedlam series seven days ago, I've, I've been really looking forward to it. So I'm going to take Oklahoma State for the victory, certainly for the cover. Uh, but give me them on the money line as well. Not talking to you guys, talking to my future self. So I remember to put this in before Saturday. Yeah, this is easy money. No, no chance. Yeah, Matt Campbell has been is proving himself to be a fraud. So fraudulent. I'm yeah, yeah. Give me the Cowboys. I'm a cowboy, baby. Yeah, I don't understand it. Oklahoma State's won eight of the last ten meetings against Iowa State. Um, I know the Cyclones are better than they were to start the year, but Oklahoma State's actually a good football team. I don't understand how you're a touchdown underdog at this point. And, Ryan, forget your future self. This spread is not going to stay a touchdown for the future selves. It's going to drop to four, three and a half, whatever. We should get some money in now. And I say we because you have 100 bucks of mine still, you motherfucker. <laughs> so we betting some of this and, shit. And also, so give me the Cowboys. Also in a state. Okay, stickers, too. Also in a, also in a state that gambling's allowed. Another reason not to live in hurricane. Uh, <laughs> 
This one is the easiest clean sweep of all time. I hate the phrase, like when people say like, oh, Vegas knows something. Like I Clearly not. That when people talk about that. Um, if somehow Ohio, Iowa State covers this absurd spread, I don't know. I just, I, I, I might have to just, I might have to flip to the other side. I might just have to be like Vegas knows because it's freaking ridiculous. Uh, Oklahoma State in a queen sweep, clean sweep across the board. We have, now we're going to game day, the site of game day. Uh, I, I want to say, and this actually applies to the NFL too, but really college, this is the worst slate of games that I can recall in quite a while. Um, I mean, this is worse than week one. You know it's game day is bad when it has to go to the Pac-12. What, what it's not just the Pac-12. The, they're going to unranked UCLA. Now, it is it is the Rose Bowl, all right? So it's, it's nice, okay? But this is not exactly the granddaddy of them all. Tenth-ranked Oregon, one-and-a-half-point dogs to UCLA. Like, unranked UCLA, again, with these I, I don't I don't understand what's up with these. Are you sure you wrote dogs, these down correctly? Maybe Vegas knows. No, it's it's I correct. Did, man. I've Listen, double checked them. Okay. I triple checked them. I, like because no, I'm, I'm not looking doubting at these you. And I'm, I'm just like, like it seems odd that there's three unranked teams. No, I I favored over I doubted myself. Okay, I doubted myself. I'm looking at these. I mean Purdue Wisconsin. I I understand that one. I mean I picked Wisconsin, but the other two are like. <sighs> but yeah, UCLA one and a half home favorites. Yeah. Oh, talk man. talk about revenge games. Chip Kelly, baby. Oregon's <laughs> gonna come to town, and Chip's gonna give them that big old visor D. Give me the. <laughs> um, I know nobody has this answer offhand, but is Kayvon Thibodeau healthy? That entirely hinges on my opinion. So will really he be healthy week one for the Lions next year? Yes. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. So, uh, but no, Kate's all, not, so I can't really say that. In all seriousness, though, uh, he has he's been playing. He, so he's playing full though, because last time he last time I picked Oregon pretty bullishly, he played like half of the game against Stanford. So I'm gonna say UCLA just because I don't know. But if he plays the full game, then it's Oregon by like three scores. All right, but that that doesn't qualify. You're yeah. picking UCLA for the purpose. I am no, I know, I am. I'm just saying that inevitably when I look stupid, in, in, I will in say Alex's that. picks, you can pick. I'm gonna go with Oregon on this one. I have no analysis as to why. I'm just going with Oregon. I mean, tenth ranked team is a dog against an unranked team is enough. Well, yeah, uh, it's fine. I've- I think the Vegas is just throwing the ducks a bone because Oregon has failed to cover the last four weeks as a favorite. So maybe making them an underdog will give them a little <laughs> uh, a little boost here and uh, have to pull an upset to actually cover. So I don't see why UCLA is being picked in this one. This is the same Oregon team that went into uh, Columbus and knocked off Ohio State. I think they're a better football team than UCLA. Yes, UCLA has improved. I still think Oregon's a better team. And so obviously I'm going to pick them to win, which is a cover. So let's go Ducks. We got we got Ryan and Dylan back in UCLA. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a hot real money tip. Oklahoma State money line parlayed with Oregon against the spread. That will net you a nice chunk of change. We close. Ryan put fifty on it. And listen, it. What? I, I said Ryan, Ryan put fifty on it. Yeah, he's got his money. I thought he said put the city on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of LA, baby, all of it. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, now we close with a game that, in my opinion, game day should have been at. Especially throw the throw the academy service academies a bone. Uh, this is one where they deserve it. Air Force is five and one. They're five and one or six and one. 
Um, they've played some pretty decent ball this year. Not quite ranked, but they are hosting San Diego State, 22nd ranked San Diego State, led by none other than the very lovable sometimes Brady Hoke. They're undefeated, San Diego State is right now, and they have not even close, no disrespect to Michigan State, whose punter is very good, but San Diego State has like a generational punter. And that's going to make a difference. So, in this shout out for love to the punters for for the brand. It could absolutely make a difference in this game. This is going to be a ball control game, absolutely for the brand. Yeah, I got a, I got to roll with the uh, the best Michigan coach in the last like eight years that we've seen here. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> only this year with Brady's Ooh, players. Let stopped. me get uh, yeah. Let me get Brady Hoke, San Diego State. Um, unlike Michigan his, for his God's bow, Coach O. That's right. For guy's sakes. Now it's San Diego State. Uh, another better weather than Ann Arbor, too. Right. So maybe Hope is on or something. Uh, yeah, give me San, well, hey, give San, me San Diego, Diego State. Weather. That's not fair. Um, teams in the mid-major conferences, group of five, whatever, they have a real hard time with expectation. I'm going to take the – this is the Air Force Academy for guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I think I that – you know, clearly it's a ball control game, right? And so, yeah, will right. like, will San Diego State be able to make an adjustment to that? Will they be able to like stop the triple option, all of that? Uh, I mean, you're gonna have what four pos- four or five possessions in the game. Like, can you take advantage of those possessions? Um, but I don't think they'll be able to. Um, and I'm gonna stick with. The Brothers in Arms in the Air Force Academy. Ryan, never mind. Forget what I said about the $50 parlay between Oklahoma State and Oregon. I want a $30 parlay between <laughs> Oklahoma State, Oregon, and San Diego State. All three underdogs, money go. lines to win. The, uh, the San Diego State defense is allowing 61 rushing yards per game. Triple option my ass with those stats. Good luck as San Diego State is going to improve to 7-0 and... Oh, and Sorry, Air Force. You guys are grounded in this one. Give me the Aztecs. Oh, y'all are getting bars today. Matt, I'm not going to lie. It's one of my favorite picks that you've done. I like that. This is very well spoken. Uh, I disagree with the result, though. And we have an even split. Uh, Don, Ryan, Matt, all on San Diego State. The rest of us are doing our patriotic honor, which is ironic for Dylan. I know. Yeah, I I hate my pick now. But, uh. (laughs) Backing the Service Academy. So you don't Uh, support our military, like you're saying, Dylan? We don't need to. Yeah, I'm just He likes the military, oh, like Paul Lexi in a Michael Vick jersey in Atlanta. It's like, hey, listen. <laughs> oh my God. Feel what you want about the country. <laughs> oh my God. Feel a certain way about. We're it. not doing this. On, right? the, the, okay. Yeah, we probably should do this on podcast. Listen, I love what Brady Hoke's done at San Diego State. I think it's great. I actually, I actually just think Air Force might be a slightly better team, and they get them at, at home at home base. And so I do like Air Force in this one to end Brady Hoke's undefeated run. But a good run it has been. And that closes our college picks. We go over to NFL, which does not have a more exciting state slate, I'm sorry to say, than college has so far. It's been – it's just a weird week. Like, there's just not a lot of great football. Uh, we start – Denver. This one's for you, Dylan. Um, I know that – you were on Denver enough to make a wager with me on Denver. Mm. And uh, I hope Derek Carr dies. It's far from over, but 
it's not looking great as 3-0 Denver quickly became 0-3 Denver when they started playing, or sorry, 3-3 Denver when they started playing real football teams. They're three-point dogs on the road at Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland, maybe, I mean, Baker Mayfield might play, but he's got a separated shoulder, no Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt. I'll take Denver in this one. Bounce back game. Give me the Broncos. Uh, yeah, this is a really, really bad spot for Cleveland right now. It sucks. They are absolutely as good as advertised when they're healthy, but their running core is gone, and Baker's playing with an arm that shouldn't be working. So I will take uh, Denver. So I had no clue that Baker separated his shoulder last week. Um, he is playing. Yeah, but... Left but shoulder, yeah. right shoulder. Uh, the non-throwing one. Non-throwing one. It's his left shoulder, but it's bad enough that like team doctors are telling telling Stefanski, do not play that. Oh. Hey, you remember when... And Baker uh, literally said... Baker literally said, my body, my choice, I'm playing. He you remember, did. You remember when LeBron faked an injury after the finals? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Baker, Baker did the same thing. Okay. <laughs> Man. Um, yeah, I don't... I'm going to go. It's probably going to be a real ugly game, but I'll, oh, I'll yeah. go with Denver. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you have any fantasy players, keep them on your bench oh, for this. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you got Dernis Johnson, baby. That's so funny. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You got backup wide receivers on Cleveland right now. You better throw them in the game because someone's got to catch the damn ball. Denver secondary is suspect, and Baker's throwing arm is working just fine. Give me the Broncos. I mean, give, no, me the, give me the Browns. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I was going to say, hold that on. That did not line up to say the opposite at all. team. <laughs> it didn't at all line up. Uh, Ryan, Ryan and AJ had Denver, correct? Yes, I yeah. did. Yeah. All right, so that gives us an even split. Dylan also backing Denver. The rest of us, Don included, are going to be backing the dog pound to take Denver to pound town. And I don't think that means what you think it means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it means what I think it means. I don't know if it means what Don thinks All right, it means. Let's go. <laughs> I, oh man. Uh, oh, that by the way, it's a Thursday night game. I did neglect to mention that. Apologies. Oh, so it's going to oh, be so, even ugly. Yeah, so so gonna Baker's going to have more time uh, to rest. Good. Yeah. <laughs> It is going to be even uglier. Oh, um, yeah, it's going to be a rough game, but we're all going to watch it. NFL's got to do away with those Thursday uh, <laughs> night games. But anyways, let's go. Oh, man. All right. Night uh, rest of our games are on Sunday. This may be the best of the bunch. Sad state. Uh, we got Kansas City as five-and-a-half-point road favorites over Tennessee. Tennessee coming Ooh. off a big Monday night win. Yeah, every week I want to pick Kansas City, and they're just starting to burn me. Uh, I like the pain, though. Give me, give me <laughs> the cheese. They got to get it right one week. Please, God, let it be this one. Uh, come down theory. Super simple in the NFL. I will take the Chiefs. I'll go opposite of come down theory. I'm going to say they build on the win for Monday night and pick the Titans. Especially with Kansas City's big. defense. They're like the worst defense in the NFL. Oh, it's so bad. And Derrick Henry's so going to annihilate them. And my newly acquired A.J. Brown is also going to go off. Well, and that's where it's going to be a big difference is that also Kansas City's secondary. Not good. So along with King Henry being able to do what he does, there's going to be a lot of points put up in the passing game as well. Uh, I think combined it's too much Tennessee on one side. Uh, Chiefs. Uh, five and a, I think win the game, but five and a half is a lot, so I'm going to go with the Titans. 
Yeah, I, I, I really like. I, I think it's a product of these games being bad. Um, I'll say this one's a pretty good game, but for the most part, we've had a lot of splits and at least a lot of dissension on these. This one a little bit less. Ryan and Dylan, the only ones back in the Chiefs. But I, I, yeah, I, we've talked at nausea about That's not Kansas phrase. City's awful defense. Ad nauseum. No, you so said, said ad nauseum. No. No, you didn't. That is exactly. <laughs> no. It's not. <laughs> it's not even close. It didn't. It it, it got choked. Jeez. It got choked yeah, on the way right. out. Okay. Uh, no, King King Henry's gonna go for a million, and that is gonna open up the pass game. Ryan Tannehill is going to have a day. Your favorite uh, I don't person. even see. I don't even see Kansas City winning this game, let alone covering a five and a half point spread. Bro, That's a nice money line crazy. that I like. Well, I'm probably probably staying away from betting in the NFL this week. Uh, we got Baltimore hosting Cincinnati. Cincinnati coming off the high of dethroning the Lions, uh, but Baltimore still a six-point favorite at home. Yeah, uh, Ronnie Staley, Baltimore's Pro Bowl left tackle, out for the year. Just another hurdle for Lamar to jump over like he's Super Mario. MVP talk starting to heat up for Lamar. Going to heat up even more after they beat the Bengals by 20. Let's go Ravens. Uh, man, Ryan and Matt giving off some really good information. I'm glad I uh, wait. I'm after Ryan on this one. I am going to take the Bengals with that factor I didn't even know existed. So thank you for that, and I will take the Bengals. Um, I think Baltimore's defense slows a hot Joe Mixon down a little bit, um, and I think Lamar does enough to cover the spread. I don't think they win by twenty. I think that will oh, yeah, Give me the right. By 30 or 30. <laughs> That disconcerting. <laughs> Making bacon. Cincinnati's been a nice surprise team so far this year. What, 4-2 and two now after six games? Uh, yep. And as much as I don't believe in Baltimore, they continue to prove me wrong and be, you know, maybe the hottest team right now in football. If, Arizona if it was eight, I would I, I could ride with Cincinnati, but I can see Baltimore winning this game by a touchdown, and that covers the spread. So I'm going to go with the Ravens. Uh, Dylan is going to be the only jungle kitty backer. Uh, I I just don't think Cincinnati is anything of note. I don't I don't believe in them. I don't believe in the record. Um, I don't care that they beat up in the Lions last week. You guys know I'm not a big fan of Lamar Jackson Baltimore, but I think they. Outclass Cincinnati and easily win by a touchdown plus. And that brings us to the game I'm actually excited. The only Lions game that I am genuinely excited to watch this season. And that's not hyperbole in the slightest. We have the Lions traveling to L.A. We opened the show talking about this game a little bit. I You seldom, especially with both quarterbacks healthy, you seldom see spreads like this in the NFL. The Rams an astounding 15-point favorite at home over Detroit. Yeah, I was wondering if it would be the largest in the NFL, in the NFL this year, uh, and it's not. I think it's what's still Buffalo and Texans. Um, I think that was that was even higher. But uh, I I don't want to predict a push. I am though. I think LA wins thirty five to twenty. But for those intents and purposes, maybe the Lions get that extra extra point. Give me the Lions in this one. Jared Goff revenge game. Uh, not gonna not gonna win, but they're gonna show up more than they did last week. I don't like spreads that big. I don't care how bad the team is, and I already alluded to it. This is just weird NFL magic. 
it, it almost feels like the Lions are going to wind up like actually showing up, and then they probably won't, and then I'll look stupid, and I'll deal with it when that comes. So, future Dylan, this is for you. Uh, I'm going to take the Lions. This spread could be three times this number, and I would still take the Rams. <laughs> God damn. This is the way. Uh, <laughs> Matt Stafford is going to have there's... 400 yards and six touchdowns by halftime, and then peace out and go hang out with Kelly at All the right. house. So your fantasy opinion is what's really Dylan, you have not listened to the podcast. I only pick these games based on my fantasy players. <laughs> <laughs> There is there is so much disrespect being thrown towards the Lions quarterback right now, the actual quarterback of the Lions right now, because all the revenge talk is all about Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions, and none of it is going to be about Jared Goff and the Los Angeles Rams. And being shipped to be Detroit one... from L.A. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be one pissed off eager to show what he can do jared goff which we're gonna see zero. one of those rare games which is on, where he's on the money not much it's gonna be one of those rare games where he's on the money it's gonna be a high scoring affair bet yeah. the over but 15 is too much no give me way. the kittens i'm dead serious i would oh bet God, i would boy. bet the Rams secondary is not good this could be a 55 to 42 ball game. The Lions are getting to the point where they're going to start holding it. invincible tryouts for wide receivers. That's how bad their room is. So it doesn't matter how bad the secondary <laughs> if, is. If I could get a book to take it, I would take the Rams like minus 27 yeah. and a half. Uh, listen, so I, I'm actually shocked here. I thought this one may be a sweep across the board. We have a split, a split vote. Matt Ryan and Dylan are all backing the Lions. Just astounding, especially if they're the bleep show that they just put on at home against one of the few winnable games on their schedule. Uh, listen, there's two ways two ways that the Detroit covers this game. One is, so Sean McVay is like pretty conservative in the aspect of he doesn't like to take unnecessary risks. That's why he benches his players in game 16, 17 at the end of the season if, if they don't need it for seeding, that kind of stuff. Uh, which, bad move, rest by the way, rest. but whatever. Uh, he may... Be like, lol, it's Detroit. We're just going to kind of play it close to the vest and escape with a win. Um, I can see Detroit covering that way. And the other way is Stafford gets benched in the third quarter. They're already up by 35 points. And then Wolford is woeful. And uh, maybe we get a couple pick sixes, some nonsense happens, and we make a late run and cover like we did against San Francisco earlier in the year. Outside of those outlandish scenarios, this game is going to be a bloodbath, man. I, we, ta- we talked about, yeah, Matt, you brought up the beginning of the cast, Rams defense is a little overrated, but they're overrated because of what they do to bad offenses. They, they're like, honestly, a lot like Don Brown's defenses. Like if you didn't have a really good offense, you were getting dumpstered. Okay. But if you, we don't. Hey. And not to mention, who who on our offensive line is going to block Aaron Donald? What's, what's the, uh, what's the well, yardage record in one game for a tight end? Because Hawk about to break it. That's fine with me. I have him I on my fantasy team. Goff is I'm about okay to get it. broke God in half. It's a 214 I, by Shannon Sharp. Right. There we go. Yeah, I am sure he looked up. I am worried for Hawks and Goff's safety in this game. In that uh, league, so I'll Detroit, take any points Detroit, Hawks give me. Detroit does not get out of this one alive. This is going to be an oh-sweet bloodbath. I, I cannot believe we're split on this game. I know the spread is high, and I said it's rare, but what's not rare is blowouts in the NFL, and this is absolutely going to be one. Uh, we close with Sunday night football, one that at the beginning of the season probably looked more appetizing uh, really, it's a battle of disappointments, but still an intriguing game to me. We have the Indianapolis Colts 
as three and a half point road dogs in San Francisco, oh. east ish coast to west coast. Um, do we know who the quarterbacks are in this game? Do we have a grasp on this? Dude, I don't want to. That is, this. this is yeah, horrible. Carson Wentz was. I I told you the slate was not great. Yeah, uh, I'm never gonna pick an Ed Dodds team. So give me <laughs> give me Trey Lance at home at night, especially Indiana coming off a good win. Uh, letdown game, baby. Let's go Niners. Man, I, I gotta go with Ryan's sound, sound quality opinion there. I am going to go with Sam Fran as well. So Jonathan Taylor screwed me last week, and Debo Samuel's coming off a bye, and I need a big week from him so I can maybe win a game in our fantasy football league, and so I'm going with the 49ers. Uh, Carson Wentz coming into this game throwing multiple touchdowns without a pick in his last three starts. Keep that hot stuff going against the Niners defense. Niners been a little shaky. Not sure where they're going with quarterback. Jimmy G, Trey Lance. Uh, I'll go with Carson Wentz and them boys. You're coming hot right now. So give me the Colts. Matt, 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 I'm picking up a game on the field. Uh, I don't, especially with the hook, just makes this extra easy. Um, I think Indianapolis is a better football team. Uh, I like Trey Lance. I like where they're going to end up. I think Mitchell might have a decent day, but Indianapolis really starting to hit their stride. Jonathan Taylor's been going off, not just from a fantasy perspective, but in real life because he's the running back that the Lions should have picked over DeAndre Swift. But whatever. Uh, Indianapolis, easy pick in this one. And that concludes week eight of our picks. And that concludes our show. Ryan, do the thing. So... Uh, if you guys did want to hear more about the Lions game or the Michigan State game uh, last weekend, you can go on our YouTube and check out our post-game reactions. And then, as always, you can uh, subscribe and review and rate our podcast on Spotify, on Podbean, Apple Podcast, as well as Google Podcasts. And then make sure you're following us on our social medias. Um, again, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Four. Jesus, this is a long list. AJ Riley, Paul Roshan, Dylan Bear, Ryan Griffin, I'm Matt Basson. We are Sports Carnage. Thank you for spending a couple hours with us this week. We'll be back with y'all next week.